0: Hello everybody, Eli Silverman here. Welcome to Cheap Show. Hello, my name is Paul Gannon. Welcome to Cheap Show 2. No, to Cheap Show 2. Is this the fucking sequel? The sequel. sequel. Bigger, fatter, rounder, hairier, more laden with choffy spoff. (laughs) More like a little shrew, fossilised shrew's beak. Uh, You don't know how sequels work. (laughs) You don't go into a business meeting or a what? production meeting. Oh, right, this film, it's going to be bigger than a than a shrew's beak. No, relatively small when compared to a, the shrew's beak on top of a like a beach ball or something. But I'm going to say it this week. Let's I think fucking we start, start again. again. Start again. No, no. 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 Skid, stay in the picture. No, it doesn't. Yeah, they do. This has been bad. I have a sour taste in my mouth already about this whole this whole endeavour. What the podcast? Yeah. five years in. Wow. Okay. No, I just mean today. Oh, what's it's wrong? It's low, now? I'm low energy now. You've done it to me again. I'm I... fucking around. It's like oh, no, I don't give this shit. No, 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 no. I try to bring something. Let's just. They will do a soft <laughs> we'll, reboot. Do, we'll, yeah, yeah, right. Soft reboot. Hello everybody, Eli Silverman. Welcome to Cheap Show. Paul. How are you doing today? <laughs> you alright? So Paul, what kind of podcast is this? <laughs> yes, that's right. It's is this the... better? Yeah, I like Am it. Am I giving you more now. Yes, I like all it. Right. It's like the sooty version. You so on. Paul, what kind of what kind of podcast is this? Oh, you, it's the Economy Comedy Podcast. Is that what you're saying? Oh, where we go through... What was that, sorry? I hate my life. <laughs> what do we go through? I'm 42 now. Oh, happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. Sing me happy birthday. No. Sing me I don't happy like birthday. it. I don't like Entertain people singing me. happy birthday. Entertain me on my birthday. Right. Happy birthday no! to you. No! No! Don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> Welcome to the Show. You're being Show. weird. You peaked there, mate. I'll you were shouting I'll, your ass off. I'll You're peek being you. weird. You see, I do a little thing. It was going well. You were doing your little, I'm a, I'm a little nubbin gnome with my little grumble voice. And I was interpreting it. <laughs> Interpretating it. <laughs> it was going really well. Now, where are we? Where are we now? With, on the right show, now, Paul? we're in the bit where I play the theme tune, and it comes in right about, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, oh no! I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles! It's just a fact of Cheap Show you're gonna have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap Show. Rap rap d'un Cheap Show It's the price of shades Paul Gannon Eli Silverman Welcome to Cheap Show And I go and I Nuzzle Yes, welcome to Cheap Show, the yeah. economy comedy podcast, where we go through the bargain bins of charity shops. And oh, you, oh, you wanted to say great great it. That's why you wanted to fucking say it. You couldn't give me that. You couldn't fucking give me that one little pleasure of saying the charity, the bargain bins. Do you want to do it? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, over to Eli Silverman. It's the podcast where we go through oh, God, this the tedious, bargain basement. tedious old fairy <laughs> fart ass <loss. laughs> fairy furry. All v right. F furry v-, v U F F R furry <laughs> furry you furry basically charity shops that's it. When was the last time we went to a jumble sale? We haven't been to a jumble car sale. Car boot while. sale, but we've done them in the past. They have been I've done. Never, we ain't never been to no jumble sale. We have been to a jumble sale. We it's the have. same difference as a car boot sale. No, it's not the same difference as that. And besides, a, the parameters in that intro sale, are still reasonably valid. A jumble valid. sale has a distinct aroma, let what alone a location in time. And space. Jumble sale. I'm asking the internet. It will have a jam stall and a stall with lots of old jumpers. A jumble sale, or bring and buy sale, or rummage sale, is an rummage. event... Rummage. sale, mate. <laughs> That's a new one. That, you've got to put that in the intro. All rummage right. sale. Is an event at which second-hand goods are sold, usually by an institution such as the local boys' brigade company. Oh, has got the boys' brigade, brigade down. For a fundraising or charitable event, I'm gonna have a rummage when the boys brigade gets here. Right, great. You ruined <laughs> that within within 15 seconds. Oh, rummage! Oh, I'm the rummage man. I like a rummage sale. Rummage. <laughs> All you've done is made David Bellamy dirty. Uh, ramage. Not ramage. <laughs> oh, rummage, not rummage. Rummage <laughs> and rummage what we got going up on, oh, on it's, the show it's our new character ramage rabbit <laughs> <laughs> i don't like it i instantly don't like oh, it oh no, no i like it <laughs> <laughs> i'm from the west country <laughs> oh no i'm beginning to be won over Ramo? This oh i'll thump me paws together and ram me rummage rummage rabbit But ah, quickly died <laughs> actually <laughs> my interest with that Wow! Vanished. Off he hops. Another character into the void. Oh, Ramage Rabbit. <laughs> I hope. I hope you come back. Roger one day. Ramjet Rabbit. Hey, who Ra- Jasper Carrot? <laughs> Paul. Yeah. Seriously, though, what yes. have we got coming up on the show today? Today we are doing yet more fucking GP stuff. <laughs> We I mean, were going to do even more, but I forgot an important letter, so that's going to have to be postponed until next right. week. And I was also going to do a Gannon's Golden Games, but then we found out there are elements missing within the board game that I bought up, which are integral to successful play. You which really are lifting up the filthy lino in the dead Nan's flat. Of, and showing of this, uh, the cobwebs of the podcast in it. Lifting up the old 60s lino in the yeah. dead grandmother's flat. Yeah. Of this musty old podcast, podcast piece of shit, you know what podcast, I mean? Don't waste do it, of Paul. Time. You know it's our podcast. You don't have to say you are gonna have. You could say yes. I've been so on it. When I I, I gave it to you on a plate, I'm, <laughs> 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 didn't. I handed you. I said, "What's coming up on the show today?" Right, and you could have just said. <laughs> and then I said all the things that weren't coming up <laughs> yeah, on the exactly. show today. All right, well, it's let's we try is... again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you still have the option to do it in the nonsense voice that I just interpret because I yes. like that idea yes Paul what nonsense voice <laughs> I, to, oh, no. No, <laughs> I don't want to be that no more <laughs> don't make me Paul <laughs> oh you're here are you <laughs> now what that's very what good doing? <laughs> But What have we got coming Why up this today? Why am I? Oh, I see. <laughs> I we do it. Some... We've got a uh, cheap eats with some added. Uh... We need to do a little update on the whole uh, chip <German> <cities> crisps <toplums> situation. <laughs> yes, that's right. And then God. we're going to look at some records that you bought. Yeah. Okay. Good. I mean, I mean, yeah, we have a Paul's Platters this week. And. <sighs> that's it really we don't have a board game we don't have a- <laughs> <laughs> no, don't stop stop don't going back crisps. to it look i think we've got i was a- looking forward to those crisps as well we've got a strong but show no, i've eaten too much I've yes it was your birthday and what did you eat everything big big pizza, pizza? cheesy garlic bread garlic bread pre- massive pretzels pretzels i got cheesy bits dunked in something or other oh you had it, yeah it was all one order i then. had four mojitos I had, oh. In different I add, venues along the. I the a London's. big slice of homemade biscotti cheesecake. I've got some of that, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah, it's very good. I've got it's it in my good. fridge. My partner made it and it's I might have it with a cup of strong coffee. Mm, mm, that's nice. Because uh, you get biscottis. Brownie. I also have brownie. Biscoffies. Because. Um, oh, I just won't realise what biscoff. Biscoff, it's called. Biscotti, isn't it? No, it's a biscoff. That's the name of the company. Biscoff. A biscotti is a totally different type of Italian sort of bread thing. <laughs> a sort of b- cookie thing. Biscuit, you'd call it, I guess. Yeah, that's what they are, though. That's biscotti. what the cake's made. What oh, you boring Do you know fuck. what biscuit means? You shut up. <laughs> you shut up now. Oh well you I was shut just your trying mouth to shut up now. I was I'm tired. Shut I was shut up. simply shut up. I think we were up. all tiring shut of up. your list of what you fucking did on your birthday. <laughs> you! <laughs> I'm just trying to move it on to something. You're going nuh, 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 nuh. Weren't you? Are you ready? Shall we start the show? Happy birthday day to, to you. you. Squash tomatoes and stew. Brent Batman shat his in bell the back quarter. off. Tony, spoff off. <laughs> it's, not, it's not happy spoff day. Chodney spoff, off and doff, chod, dof chodney spoff day to you. Chodney spoff day to you. Chodney spoff day, pop <laughs> the <stoff. laughs> Chodney spoff day to you. And many more. <laughs> right. Have you done like, your birthday now? Yeah. Sorry I didn't get I'm you 42, anything. I'm yes. 42 and I'm dead. Inside. <laughs> I'm hollow. You're not. I'm like one of those dolls, the Russian dolls. Yeah. Empty. And there's a little one inside of me and a little one inside of what him and eat? a little what? one inside of that. And, and Where all... does it end? doesn't. You're talking about the infinite regress that is sort of at the heart of the hard problem of I consciousness am my own, there, aren't you? I am my own infinite it, well, that's the problem with entity. thinking of consciousness as as a sort of theatre where you are in control. Happy little, <laughs> day. He's drinking again, by the way, everybody. Happy day. He's to he's taken this as an excuse to drink fruit beer during the day and during the recording of his podcast. You shut your you're mouth. Drinking, you're drinking on the job, Paul. That's what it comes down to. We all like a drink. I know, I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? you would, you've you started drinking on the job. I can't get through it. this podcast anymore without being hammered. Look Can't what, do it. Look what I've got. You've broken me with your stupid. I've got a DD. Look at this. this What's is, this? I like wanted to is this mention ex, this. Is this external? You may know, Paul. Is this external content? No. You, you may know, Paul. Your external I'm content. I'm trying to get to the fucking cheapy section of my with a, 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 an improvised segue, which everyone will enjoy. Is it cheap? Not you going. on am empty. Like a, whatever you were talking about just now. <laughs> You know? Right. I've got this. It's a DD. This is a iced tea, Paul. Is it cheap? A sugared iced tea. Shit. Very cheap. It's shit. No, it's cheap. Less than a quid. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, that's good. What bergamot? Earl Grey. Oh, is that what it is? It's an Earl Grey iced tea, so that's very oh, that's unusual, nice. isn't it? Yeah. And it's very refreshing. And is it sweet? It's very sweet. It's like a Turkish iced tea company, DD. But they do peach. Everyone has, uh, everyone you know, has peach. Everyone has peach. Lemon. They do lemon. Do you? No, you don't lemon. get a Lipton's bergamot one. No. Do you? No. That is unusual, isn't it? And do you know what, Paul? Yeah. It's delicious. Absolutely delicious. I think it's only about 80p a can as well. It's nice, isn't it? It's the size of a kind of monster can of drink, isn't it? It's one of those awkward conversations you have with a bus driver when you come on with your energy drink and they go, oi! No booze. You think, oh, uh, shit, energy drink, Oh, because Monster, yeah, because Monster, they look like lager, don't they? They look like special Did I tell brew? you that story about I was walking down the street with do a do, can do, of Monster? Do. Don't do that. And do I flopped it do. out. <laughs> <laughs> it. You, well, there's, a, there's your problem. No, come on. You've got the rhythm in me. going. And I flopped it out. <laughs> do, 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 do. And I spoffed it off. They call me Johnny Nub And I've had enough And I'll spot... <laughs> This has nothing to do with the podcast Or even the initial setup that you were going to tell I about I call me Johnny Nub And I'll smuff your trotters off uh, do, 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 do. Don't you come round here Because I will nub your John <laughs> Right. Did I ever tell you, Paul, that story? Uh, go on. I was walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. It right. sets me I, off. I was perambulating. perambulating. <laughs> I, cro- <laughs> I was perambulating along, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drinking a can of Monster, yeah. and my dad passed me. My dad <laughs> comes the other way, yeah? Yeah. And he's like, Eli... You're drinking on the street. And I was like, oh, no, wow. it's an energy drink. Oh. And he thought you had a massive drink problem. Yeah. He, wow. So it, looked, it looks like sort of... <laughs> you also your pants down and you were pissing openly. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to... Yeah, I could yeah. be doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you can use your imagination, everyone. He yeah. He's got his chod out. Oh, <laughs> his chod? His chod. That's not... Dad, did my chod. The meat-off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. not
0: meat-off. Right, let's just start this fucking podcast. Meat-off? This is you, the worst. You. This is definitely our worst intro. Oh, I think it might be our worst intro. Know. We did we did a thing about mm. tea yeah. and stuff. This is why it's the worst one. Right, Bye. come and play the Bye. fucking sound effect. I'll do it right now. All right then, cheeky little bastard. <laughs> Paul, we're back from the sound effect, and now we it's are. time for cheap, 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 cheap eats. eats eat <laughs> got the bit that ends. and that's right <laughs> that no just eat cheap 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 and that's right Eat. it's not and that's right that's you're confusing that, that from with the price of shite and that's right who does that is that our podcast yes who am i hey you're right here <laughs> oh uber they go he so fast he these won't days. so many ice creams oh. going at that speed <laughs> really <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and apologise straight away for the overall for quality drinking. of episode one. For drinking on the pot! I'm having one, He's sucking down fruit beers, Look, and he's sparking the next. You're ch- chain bearing I've seen the size of the ring pulls on this. They take yes. the whole top of the can off. Yeah, that's good though, isn't it? Do you like that? It's fun, isn't it? It makes it more like a drinking from a glass, doesn't it? It makes me feel like I'm drinking like a child's drink, an alcoholic okay. drink out of a child's glass. Is that good or bad? No, it's not good. Should we try the um, the ch- cheap eats? thing again. Yes, let's begin it. Welcome back, ge- from the su- welcome. welcome back from the sound effect, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Paul Gannon. Welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy no, podcast we for really your have done that. We go through the bargain bins, the charity no, shops, and the of again. Great Britain. Shut up! bring you the treasure amongst Paul. that trash. Now, what we've got coming up on the show today, <laughs> Mr. Silverman? Cheap eats and then some splatters. <laughs> Chodney Sparf off <laughs> to no, you. No, <laughs> not, it's not your birthday. to you, Paul, I'm going to have to have words. We're going to have to... I'm I just in a really. I'm going to bring back a character or two, just you know what I mean. Just I'll to be punish it. I'll be good, Daddy. I will walk off and I will get fucking Larry Inchman, who is always in the antechamber, down two two segments down the pod, to come back in here and he'll do cheap eats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. So shut up. All right. Cheap. 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 Cheap nice. eats. It's the section of the show, everybody, where we look at and taste and sniff. <laughs> The sniffing is a part of it. It's a it part, is, but it's just the. It's, but it's usually because you use the terminology "huff." Huff. The huff, huff, huff. I do jab jab jab. I'm now, baby, <laughs> now huff, huff. I put my nose in two of those crisps. Now huff, huff. I'm gonna eat crisps. We gonna eat crisps. Now huff, <laughs> huff. Down, down, down. In the morning. Down, down, down. I in do the evening. The deep, deep, deep purple doing. I'm doing version. i the It's um, called huff. I'm not doing cooler fucking the cooler shaker. Cooler shaker version. Fuck of off, cooler now, shaker. Now, Paul, before we get into. The cheap eats where we taste some cheap food. Tough. And we got. Uh, we have to mention the league of snacks and crisps again. Oh God, I can't eat any more crisps today. Last week, or ever again. Last week, Paul. Yeah. Um. That guy who collated the league table for yes. us, Ben, was it? Kindly collated all of the facts, and we. Uh, but he said that he got a response from KP. That's right. Crisps. Yeah. 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 About Branigans, and KP said... we Don't exist, we've stopped making it, mate. We've discontinued that range. Sorry, buddy, you're out of luck. And then a few people who heard the episode were on uh, Twitter, and they said, look, here I am in my local BM. B and M. B and M, sorry. And they're there. Because BM is a bowel movement. Ugh, that's what you have after you, you just- crisps all day. Yeah, mate, exactly. My bowel movement later, after all the shit I ate yesterday, is going to be like passing steel. Is it's it? just going to be horrible. It might be fine. No. Why I've are you so traumatised by, you so by your of, own poop? I've had a little bit. Well, i got a complicated history with my arsehole because I used to have problems with it when I was a I'm wee so nipper. i so bad we went here. And I, used to, I spent a Christmas in hospital once because I refused to poo. <laughs> that poo. says so much about your, to poo. your character. The number of doctors... Did you have to were, have a therapist to say, no. come on, mate, have a shit. There was doctors up there with their fingers pulling stuff out and <laughs> it was during Christmas. Too much and we got not eat. You know, we're I have IBS to... and I've had piles, yeah. mate, and All I've right. had a bad time. I had to. Wear I'm not, a... to not Listen, I had to I'm wear not... a sanitary towel for a month, not the same one, many, because uh, once I went to the hospital to have my piles lanced, uh, they couldn't stitch it properly, so I just bled out my ass for a couple of days, on and off. Happy birthday <laughs> to me, uh, ha- the... <clears throat> God Almighty! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that. You've been drinking beer, man. It's my birthday. It's not your fucking birthday anymore. I'm Paul. I do you, what I want. This you, is my birthday episode. <sighs> So what are we doing? Well, hang on. So, yeah, Brannigan's. I'm ones trying in, to... The only things we couldn't get, the only crisps he couldn't supply were Brannigan's, but B&M were supplying what I imagine is whatever's left of the stock. And by chance, yesterday, I was in Barking Shopping Centre, Paul. Yeah. Uh, if you want to talk about a liminal, sad, stuck-in-the-80s kind of space... Oh, is that it? We should go up there. Oh, Honestly, yeah. it really is... Uh, there are those pockets of the UK to and, and London that are snapshots of the 80s almost preserved. The Some of the shop fronts stay the same, but most of them... Yeah, you know it, I mean? and it's really empty. Yeah, and it, was, it had a real vibe. Anyway, there's a BM on the bottom floor in this mall. Battle movement. <laughs> a B and M. <laughs> People just call it BM, don't they? No, they don't. I've always called it B and M. In and
1: the same I way thought, you just call it B and Q. I thought,
0: ooh. Or, or MFI. I thought to myself, Paul, ooh, there's a B and M. Yeah. They might have some Brannigans. Lo and behold, they had a whole thing, so I walked. The two flavors of Branigans. I don't know if there ever were other flavors in the range. I couldn't tell you without looking at the internet, and that's not happening right now. So I, these might be the few, the last few, um, some of the last few packs available. What flavors have you got? You have got smoked ham and pickle, and I've got roast beef and mustard. They're the now, two that we couldn't do the accuracy. We're going to quickly just give these an actual accuracy score, okay, Paul? I haven't got the notes with me from last week. was Fine, we'll to, just write I'll, it I'll down. I tell you what. I'll remember it when I edit this and write it down, yes. add it to the list. And then I was going to take pictures and upload them anyway to Instagram. So for all you sticklers out there and pedants. And do you know what they call pedants in uh, in Dutch? Pedants? No. They... That's terrible. Um... Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> they are translated. Schmiffy, Yes. 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 Um, what do they say? What do they say? They call it a rabbit poop eater or something. What? Yeah. St- cite your sources. Proof that that's a fact. The language of Holland. Well, yeah, but where did you read it? Where did you find Who imparted that information Someone to you? Someone told me. How did you get hold of that information? A rabbit poop eater. Who told you? A rabbit poop sorter or who something. Who told you? Someone... Tell me his name. Someone told what did me. He ta- who told you? Oh, you not... tell me his name right now. And where did he get information from? I am not having this podcast be a source of fake news. Chodney Spoff, John? <laughs> Listen, you have a huff on those. You've got what have you got? That's what we're Roast doing. One beef we're doing. and mustard. This is a famous one, but I think people like the other one, the smoked a, ham and pickle as well. That's an interesting smell. It doesn't smell like what you think it's going to taste like, but it's got a very kind of Sunday roasty kind of... Well, that's what it is. No, it's snuff. beef. It's meant to be beef. That's Sunday yeah. roast. But you can't smell the mustard there, right? Mm. But you can't smell the mustard. Slightly, it's, yeah, but there's a, defin- a nice gravy, nice umami. That's what um, I'm saying. It's got a kind of gravy, s- Sunday dinnery kind of thing. I think it's nice. All right. They're a great question. Yeah, they're so nice. No, well, the mustard comes through quite strong. The mustard's very accurate, isn't it? It overpowers it a little bit. Yeah. That's what they're known for. They're known for the sharpness of the mustard. And then the beef is just like an after. It's a background sort of gravy. The beef is never accurate in crisps. No. But I think, in terms of the mustard, it's very accurate, isn't it? I would... I, they we taste said, of mustard. We said seven, didn't we, I think, last week. I think we should pump it up slightly. No. No? I would say, because it's too mustard heavy, I would say seven's fine. I would say it's apt and accurate. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna get the huff on and the smoked ham and pickle without any further ado. Right, any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, he's gonna get the huff on. You see me huffing and playing and meeting me crisps and, and now eating it's, the same. It, why do you does see it me remind crisps, me of You see me huffing Chris? You see me huffing please. Chris I'm You see me stop. huffing Chris. You see me huffing. I'm gonna do something. I'm eating I'm gonna I mean no, don't do any more characters. I'm gonna go and get Larry Inchman. And he's going to smell, smell... You know smell what, Larry Inchman, okay? I know for a fact, isn't available today. How do you know? Because I saw him on the corner of the street, tossing off. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Inchman was. doesn't toss off. And, he's and a then the police came, he just and he point- got pulled into the police van and taken away. So he must be in a prison. So uh, that's the fact. Well, the thing is... You know that local constabulary. Well, the thing is, I have a podcast, cells. and I'll leave this bit in. What do you, you want to, holding. Mate, what do you want to do about fucking it? Fucking Shut up! Come with any creative idea, they're idea they're you like. He's come coming. On, He's on, coming up any, now. Come with any idea you like, I'm no, going to edit I'm this, off. Off. I'll edit Paul, this out. No, I'm off. I'm off. back. Go have fun. Do that character, but I'm going to edit this out. Larry, what are you going to do? I'm going to edit this out. What a waste of time. Larry, I'm only going to edit this out. He's fucked me off. I'm not doing it. Larry, come on. You can, you can do it fine. Right, hello. Oh, it's Brandoff. No, it's not. Oh, that's right. You've only got two voices. How much do you want then? An inch. Oh, it's Brandoff again. Do you want an inch? Uh, I could do an inch. Yeah, uh, I could an do inch. any selection of inches. Give me seven inches. Inch, 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 inch. That's all I need. Bye. Right, Back- okay. no, no bye. he said, no, um, you can go. You can clean your bed. <laughs> you can, you can exit your right. That's Paul. Poor- you're going. Uh, Eli said he's not coming back, so I have to do this bit, right? So no, Eli, if Eli doesn't come back, then the voting oh, is invalid. Taste, uh, they smell... If Eli doesn't come back, the it's voting about is invalid. It's three inches long, this, uh, this packet of Branigans. Three I'm, inches. I'm oh, no, saying... maybe it's four. Inch, 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 inch. I'm Smells just, nice. What I'm do you just, say? I have to matter. do some kind of accuracy. Even if you I vote, give it three inches. I'm inch, gonna, inch, inch. I'm going to speak to Inchman right now, and I'm, I'm going to say this to him. Listen, please. Any vote you give is going to be invalid because Eli's not here to give that vote he can't it can't enter the league if Eli doesn't give the voting so if well, you want uh, to vote d- that's all well and good but I'm going to point two things out one I'll edit this out anyway and <laughs> then two care. it's not going to be valid unless Eli gives you some grade and that's the rules right I'll go then yeah do you want any more inches mate you're just the emu to my rod hull so an inch before I go and yeah, get Eli g- back give me one inch inch Sorry, he just asked now, me. Now, because of the camera's on, I want you to walk off and pretend to get Eli back. Because if you're going to go through with this, do it properly. You are in my bad books. Bye, Mr. Inchman. What do I say to Eli? Because, what do I say to him? Because oh, mate, this is your conversation to have with yourself, literally and figuratively. No, but what do I say? Because I could say, give him some inches. Give Would Eli- that explain to him? If that- you give Eli at least an inch or two, he'll probably come back. Could I give you a few more now that You've I'm here? You've given me nine inches no, and more. I'm done with inches. No, three more inches. Two Edge Right, good. Now go and get. Right, what do I say to him? Don't care. Please what, go. How, please how do I persuade he Was very. But Excuse me, Mr. Paul. He was very angry. And you wonder why I start drinking during this podcast. He now. was very angry. He's ruined uh, me. He was very angry. Absolutely he said, really "Whatever me. Paul says to you, Some sort of you, you just stay here. And you'll carry on talking about in his character. You and stay I didn't really here." Matter. He said, "Larry, so you stay here." This. And that's all I'm going to do. Is so, carry what on should I say to him? Blues. I can see that you're angry. Why not? Right at this point, that's the point. He's going to say, "Enjoy what he likes for the next." He's just wasting time. Itch, itch! It's already 13 I've minutes got in, uh, you give seem or to take, have... do an edit, I don't know, but at this point, you know, it's all just wasting time, inch! yours and mine, and at the minute Eli comes back, we can get on with the podcast, so ultimately, it's his time he's wasting, boys and girls, I don't want to, you know, keep you here any longer than inch! I have to, but uh, it's up to Eli inch, inch, inch! it's up to Eli to make a decision whether he wants to behave and come home, inch! or whether he wants to be Inch Man for a bit longer, now, inch, inch, how, much like longer? That, we'll how much on. longer, how much longer, you, you mentioned what? distance, how many inches longer? No, not how many. No, come on. Time. No, come on. You can tell me. It's time, not space. All right, I can I can measure time in inches. You can't. Yes, go on. Name a time. Eight o'clock. That's two inches. Inch, inch. No, well then, what is nine o'clock? Three inches. Inch, inches. So inch. then, what is one inch? Twelve thirty. It can't be. It has to be seven inches. You twat, mate. At least could be consistent. This is four. This is 14 minutes now. All right, I'll get Eli then. Shall yeah, I? go on. Well, what a naughty boy. Oh, Christ, my livid beans. <laughs> my livid beans. <laughs> right, Paul, here, sniff this, give me a huff report, and then we can rate them. Jesus wept. No, these are the beef and fucking mustard You ones. gave me them, you twat end. It's quite a smell, Paul. What are we smelling again? I've lost count since the that the whole, whole fucking protracted four minutes of podcast. Wasted. It's a character. I, I was angry with you. You're not doing very well today. You're not doing very well. I'll put you over my pants, <laughs> smack your bottom. You've you've got to piss up, mate. I'm not pissed. You have. I am You not. have been letting the side not. down. I'm not. It's my birthday. It's not your birthday. It's my birthday podcast it was yesterday. If my podcast now is it just me? Paul? And I will cry if I want to. Now the- you'd cry too if this happened to you. <laughs> I'm getting a strong pickle, just like the, the roast beef and mustard. I'm getting you. more pickle than I am at ha- right. smoked ham. Can I huff? Just going to jossilate the uh, microbes. Jossilate the powder. No, you know what? I can't actually smell the, the bacon in that. The, the quote-unquote bacon. It's not bacon, though. It's meant to be ham. So there you ah, go. Ah, but you know what I'm getting at, though. The pork Pork. Pork, pork um, smell. A sweet umami. Is it just me? Yeah, it, that's a good description of it, actually. Yeah. It's a sweet umami. But, um... Sweet umami. She comes from it's Italy. A pink, it's got a pink sort of colour code, and it's making me think of prawn cocktail when I smell it. Yes. 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 So there's an overlap, isn't yeah, there? It's yeah, the yeah, yeah. The pickle is a sort of, it's a tangy. And yet ham and pink is fine. You a know, I've researched tangy. Did yeah. We did this last time. I think we did. Tangy doesn't have a distinct meaning. Um, but there is a tanginess to that. Uh, shall we taste these for accuracy We now? should now, yes. Hmm, interesting. Not as nice as the roast beef and mustard ones, are they? No. They're pleasant enough, but weirdly, now that you put prawn cocktail in my head, I'm tasting prawn cocktail. Yeah. I think we should demote these. I don't know what we gave it, but let's take a point off. Okay. So if it was 7.5, 6.5, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Right, well, that's that done. Next, Mr. Silverman. Now, moving on to the actual cheap eats section. Now, this is the original this is content. This something else that I picked up from that hauntologically uh, overpowering B&M in Barking. Hauntologically? Yeah, look at that. You can't... Hauntologically. <laughs> they just gave me Hornsley. Yeah, you're a twat. So... How do you spell it? I'm not we're not discussing this Paul now. You know, I'm trying to do the show. You wouldn't let Inchman have a go. Hauntology. Hauntology. haunt orangey <laughs> Is a portmanteau of haunting and ontology. It is a neologism, neologism introduced by French philosopher Jacques Derrida in his 1993 book Specters of Marx as a philosophical content it refers to the return or persistence of elements from the past as in the manner of a ghost so I used it to describe the B&M because it has that sort of haunted logical sort of 80s vibe that's all I was saying okay Give me why a hand. Are you reaching me out I, I'm, I'm impressed with that you so t- thank you okay it's a new word you've used it correctly yeah. I challenged you on it I looked it up it meant why you I stood you, it. Used you, it to you, me. you stand proud <laughs> I certainly do <laughs> right. So in that B&M I bought those the I Branigans which I was looking for but I also saw these and I'd seen these online again someone on the Twitter feed had put these up. That's the thing about B&M um, you find that shit there because they have brands of stuff that don't seem to exist in any other retail uh, situation. But I wonder if half of it is like meaning shop. Yeah, I think half of the reason of that is like they import from other countries their flavors and spin-offs or special editions. Also I think a lot of the stuff that they sell is stuff that was sold in the UK, but ultimately didn't do very well. wasn't on the shelves long in Tesco, and then got shipped over back to the warehouse. Yeah, and then they take the stock. Seems to be, yeah, weird. But I know this is, by the way, what we're going to taste today. Paul is fries Turkish delight lemon version. Now, uh, can I ask a question? Yes. When they advertise this, do they ever use? Do they ever do a spoof of afternoon delight? Do they ever go, oh right, eat fries Turkish delight? No, they did not. That's a shame. They that did would have, have an worked. advert. They did have a campaign, didn't? Don't they, for the original Turkish delight? To me, because I hate Turkish delight. Let's just start with that. And secondly, that Turkish delight, the one that we all know, fries, isn't is really Turkish delight because Turkish delight isn't covered in chocolate. It's just a rose kind of jelly, rose flavored jelly. Yeah, thing, yeah, right. But it also Turkish. It's it's. Um, they've got all sorts of different things in Turkey. They'd call it all sorts of different stuff. Yeah, it's just sweets. There's sweets. Just, there yeah, is sort of. Do you know what I mean? And I, I think it was it's a Western way of yeah. From a uh, line the witch in the wardrobe. Yes, because Edmund loved his it's the drug. Turkish delight it's like a drug. In that, well, she just uses it to lure a little kid into his into her a, right a cupboard. Cupboard, yeah. Into a dirty into cupboard. Into a dirty cupboard. <laughs> into a cobwebby old cupboard. Yeah, the, the snow witch, With the dead rat. Lures. It's Got a dead rat nailed nope, to the you lost inside. Meat. No, and then lost meat. You put you fill it with um, suet. <laughs> <laughs> suet. Oh, he's going back to suet, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's no, it suet-filled rat, poultice. Suet-filled rat. Poultice. <laughs> Do poultice. you want to get to the point of what we're doing? Oh, fucking shut up. You've been a, a bad boy today. You're not playing nice. Ooh, hate afternoon delight. This is fries, Turkish Delight Lemon. I've always loved fries, Turkish Delight. Really? Yes, which is like a ro- like you say, a rose-flavoured sort of... The weird. The packaging reminds you of like Cadbury's Flake because it's yellow with the purple. Same color, yellow. Yeah. yeah. And now you've got your own to taste. Oh, have I? Buy. Yeah. Oh God, I hate this. Look. Oh, uh, see if you like it you more or less than um, God. It's a thick bite, isn't it? It's very. That's what I like it. Packs a lot of sugar in a small amount. Very sweet. It's very warm as well. Do you not keep it in the fridge? Is this been in your room? Stagnating and fucking sweating I bought it off. I Is it yesterday. But it's been sweating off in your shoebox of a room. Shut, Shut up. up. Oh God, Stop burping. Do this. Right, here we go. Doing radio. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. What's wrong with that? Everything is fucking oh uh, I think it's quite nice. In our earliest episodes, we ate shit hot. At What's wrong with it? Oh, Come on. I can't eat that. <laughs> okay, that's fine. You can... <laughs> Don't... I can't swallow. It. <laughs> Come on, have a, have a sip of beer, Paul. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. It feels like I've eaten like one of those gel blocks you put on a toilet, but they've covered it in chocolate. No, I think it's not. It's got a quite nice, mellow no, uh, lemon flavor. No, you are wrong. It's and a not a very sharp you are lemon. Wrong and a it's much twat. sweeter. Jesus Christ. That is horrible. That is the worst. No, it's not the worst thing I've put in my mouth. We need a, a score. His name um, was Gary. Gary. <laughs> Spoffney chod <laughs> off. <laughs> That's what you've done to the podcast. You've made it based on success. Its success is based on nonsense now. I do. I have not. That's I came not... to you five years ago with an idea, and that was to do a podcast, a jovial podcast about the things we like and find in charity shops and whatnot, right? Now, it's a show where weekly, we come up with words to basically infer spunk or shit and how much we ingest or give out of it using words such as chofney or spod chofney. or chung or, or glue. Huge or blomp. I'm God. not such a huge fan of the flaps. Or Choggers. <laughs> choggers. <laughs> no. No, Paul. No. When I remember Stop in breaking that, down the pod, in that I'm golden, trying to- Golden Gannon's Quest episode where I called Orc sperm Chocker. <laughs> it's oh, yeah, what I the remember. show is. Now I do need a score for you, from of. you, for you, for I need a score from you for the fries Turkish Delight Lemon Edition. Out of? Five. Right. I'll I tell you this. If you like that kind of shit, it's probably a three and a half. I, that's a point five I for wanted, me. I, I it's really didn't like it at all. I, I can't. It's a gag. Why? I what hate chocolate. I, I don't like that kind of soft jelly, lemon citrus kind of. It's like thick jam. A thick, mm, horrible mm. curd almost. Yeah, it's like a lemon curd. With a kind of oh, poor chocolate like. over it. It tastes very much like lemon curd. Yeah. Lemon curd was something my granddad used to fucking did, adore don't like putting it. on toast. And I remember as a kid loving it as well. Mm. And then I don't know what happened, but sometime in my teens I had some and it made me gack. For me, that works. The flavour combo worked nicely on No, that. I am done with fries, Lemon Turkish Delight. I'll go for 3.75. I liked it. Well, how much was that? Quid for three? A quid? That's all right, I yeah. guess. If if you like that, fi- I'd actually prefer the original, just normal Turkish delight. I like it. Uh, it's weird. It's a weird. I don't like the combination of textures and flavors. Yeah, yeah. The chocolate and the lemon and the jelly. It's quite unusual, the- but it's it works because it. I think it works because they've gone for the more the weird thing is the softer end of the f- of the le- lemon flavor there. The weird thing it's is It's not like you know like a lemon fanta or something. Yeah, is that no. really chemically sort of Like sharp? That fucking drink. Remember it? that drink we had ages ago that tasted of like yeah, literally yeah. like bleach. Yes, but do you know what I mean? They've taken that. That's not what. No, it's that not end. that. It's not that. That's what I'm getting. It's at. a softer jelly. To be fair, if that had just been without the chocolate and maybe covered in like a sugar powder, L- it I, might I don't be know, right. like Turkish delight, Yeah. maybe I'd like that. But the chocolate just does not work okay. for me. No. Uh, noodle mention before we end. The I section. feel really nauseous. All right, we're gonna have, we are going to have a little break where you can get your breath back, oh, reassess your life choices and God. stuff. But just a little no, noodle no, mention. Oh, such a Rainbow of horrible flavors came up my throat. Then oh, Paul, this is, this is a fucking tapestry of yuck. Paul, kiss me. <laughs> Please, it's no, my ber- it's my birthday. It's I not be- your birthday. Um, I don't do lips, and especially whilst we're recording, okay, so... <laughs> I don't do lips! Just so you know, I don't do lips, ladies and gentlemen, especially when you're recording. Yeah, that's what I said, but just in a bad northern accent. Yeah, but I, I did it, I, that's the reason and why did I did it. You did it? Why, what's the reason? To be funny? It was the well, aim. Well, I can tell you, good sir, <laughs> you have summarily failed at being funny. At all! The only thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about. Again, you managed to use a. <sighs> oh, a broke Eli! <laughs> oh, he's broken! I saw Prepare the... to receive the flaccid penis! Right. Succulent Chinese <laughs> meal! Now, Paul, just a little noodle mention before we end this segment. Yes, we've we'll a have, little bit of noodle. It's noodling. happened. Pot noodle have made. lost the pot noodles. Right. Which are. because it must be because ramen. In this format, in a, a packet format, rather yeah. than a, rather than the the cup, noodle, plastic cup must be quite popular. It's weird though. You know what? It's like what they've done is they've sold you on the idea that you don't need the pot, but the pot is actually the reason why you buy it because yeah, it's all in the cup, so you instant. don't need to put it in yeah. a bowl or anything. So it's weird. Isn't it? It makes but it's it, just make it's more versatile, so you can pimp it easier. And also, it's Can't not you, the flavors. Not in a... Yeah, but it's also not the flavors of pot noodles. So it's not. That's not a chicken and mushroom. That's not a beef and tomato. They've got different flavors. That's not they? a bam, big boy bam boy. What is? What is it? <laughs> big boy 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 dicky boy. Big <laughs> boy no. Big boy bam boy. What is it? Bam boy. Bam, <laughs> Baz Bamming boy. Bambo big. Baz, boy. Boy. Baz Bamming boy. The the big, uh, movie. Baz critic. Baz bigger boy. Remember boy. Baz Bamming boy. <laughs> That's not a name. <laughs> yes, it is. Is that Baz, how you say bombing boy? Yeah, Baz bombing boys. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Bomb boy. I'm bom- sorry. Oh, you've got me at it now. Baz bombing boys. <laughs> He's Bombay a film bad boy. I, I think they've because they've removed that now. What? Because you don't even call it Bombay anymore, do you? No, I don't know. It's Mumbai. Either way, what flavors are these? These are sweet chili flavor and curry. And they also had a chicken, which I didn't. When they pick say up. curry, is that the atypical chip shop curry? Well, that's why I'm curry. interested to give these a taste. We're not doing it now, obviously. Feast from the East. They're using this sort of, language of yeah, the language. Yeah, read of the bottom of the other one. Says, spice up your life, everybody in, in- the world. Spice up your life. Sweet chili. That's interesting because I don't think I've ever tried a sort of sweet chili flavor noodle before. But it's. Are they saying this is the exact same kind of noodle you get in a pot noodle, or, or is it modified? It just says from the nations favorite instant noodle brand so they're basically trying to muscle in on a part of the market which they felt that they didn't have a presence in it's funny because you know this is going to fail this won't last this you think i don't think this is staying power even if you were a student i think you'd forego these for a decent you know and noodle. it looks like they're not going to go for the sort of uh, bachelor's uh, super noodle uh, approach here because where you just boil it off where it's going to have lots of um, cornflour. And the way you know an actual pot noodle is all that has that cornflour and it's very thick. Yeah, do you know no, what this, I mean? And this, floury. Staring what, sachets reduce heat. Slack. So They've got sachets in it but it's yeah. going to be one, isn't it? It's got to yeah. be just one, one of the flavour. So it yeah. is a super noodle. Yes, but I think they're going to go from the illustration it looks like it's got little bits and it looks like there's not like a thick so that maybe they're going no, for a more this, watery this, do you me, know what I'm getting at. No, I don't know. This looks like well, super we, noodle shit. Well, we'll be tasting these on a, a segment that I like to call Eli's urban noodle country kitchen test lab kitchen, kitchen noodle noodle. Want to stir up your dinner? Try adding stir fry veg to become the master. See, there, it's noodles. about pimping. It's what? about ease of pimping. They've Try gone with that adding way. Adding peas and bell peppers to become the yeah, master. They don't say that on a on a pot noodle. Do they, mate? Pot noodle, you're meant to just pour it in. Just, they've probably been listening to this fucking podcast, haven't they? They're yeah, getting on the pimping train. Let's just pot say. Pot noodle execs are getting on the pimping train. Where are they getting it from, Paul? I refuse. Where are they getting it from? I refuse from to us. believe just adding peas and bell peppers to this makes you the king of noodle- all noodles. Oh, I was saying you were the king of noodles if you do that. Yeah, it says master of all noodles. I will be the judge of these pot noodles and without the pot noodles. Well, we'll judge that at a later date, We will I, be imagine? judging them harshly. With their annoying copy on side of new packet of noodle. Right, that's the cheap show. Harshly, I tell you. That's the cheap eat segment done. Fuck you. What? Why is this? Because nasty to fucking Inchman. I'm gonna have to put up with that later in the green room. You mean your bedroom? The antechamber. Your bedroom. He's not Larry is not staying in my bedroom. Are you gonna give Inchman all of your inch? Larry isn't like that. Larry accepts me for who I am. And you are? Who I want to be when I'm who around Larry. You? We're just going to have, a, we're going have a couple of drinks later. Yeah. and I, But I'm going to have and this. one thing leads to of another. All this from him about, oh, Paul was mean to me. You said I could say, give him some inches. And he only let me have nine inches or whatever. Oh, I'd be chewing my ear off. Oh, Eli. Oh, and then he'll say, do you want some inches? And I'll have to give him, let him do inches. Because you weren't nice to him. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. That's why I fuck you, Paul. You're fucking. You're making shit harder for me. That's why you fuck me. No, that's why I, f- I said fuck you. Because fuck you. Why? Because you've been nasty to Larry. He does not exist. He's a construct of your demented mind. Don't say that. Now you're being your very mean. pudding trifle brain. Is it a suet? No, it's not. It's, uh, more, it's, more, my of a, it's head, more of a Paxo. Paul, your head, head is full of Paxo. Is my head like a watermelon? Your head is full of spoffy Paxo. Does it get all empty? Yeah. It, uh, it takes a farmer to shove his hand up your mouth and fill your brains <laughs> with his dirty Paxo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see you after the sound effect, everybody. It's time for Silverman's Platters. It's not, though. It's not. Actually, good it's point. Paul's Platters. It's Paul. Who's the patron saint of uh, that segment, Paul? Uh, Topcat. All right. I can't do Topcat. Think of someone else. You just do Topcat like this. It's like that, isn't it? He, Duffer, a dibble. We just do Topcat like this. Like that. Okay. So you want me to be Topcat? Yeah. When he introduced this, Paul. Ladies and Paul's gentlemen, Platters. it is time for. Paul's Platters with the patron saint of Paul's Platters. And that happens to be Top Cat. Yay, boo-boo. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, I it. like a record. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, KTC. And- Why? Why that? You can't do anything unless it's derivative. You can't produce something that is all your own. Uh, all right. The patron saint of come on. Paul's Platters is uh, Captain Alan Sampson. Okay. And he has sailed the seas yeah, looking for records. Yeah, I got it. I'll get in it. Get in so, it. ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Captain Alan Sampson. Arr, them be records. Yay! Nice. Them be records, ladies and gentlemen. I like it. Oh, thank you, Alan. Arr, I'd be off on the ocean. Yeah, you can bring back some more records next time. Arr, I got barnacles all up me winkle hole. <laughs> Why do you have that? Why do you have barnacles up your up your winky hole? Up me winkle hole, yeah, when you're dragging your ass through the sea from several years, sonny lad me, Jim. Just like that, the cat is ruined. <laughs> Just like that. You get well, a load of barnacles and hairy hairy what's it. Hairy what's it. Well, you know what? Anyway, this week on, Arr! This week on the Paul's, ocean. This week on Paul's Platters, we are looking at three uh v- what seven inches. Three seven inches. Of varying qualities. 3.7s, let's call it. Why? Right. <laughs> he will get, come I back. He's very... I, I take it back. Right. So, I want 3... 45 RPM, RPM singles. singles. Thank you. On vinyl. Yes. Right. So, I saw these in an RSPCA in Harrow, and I just thought each one of them was interesting enough to talk about today. So Very much so. We're going to start with uh, this one here, which is Roland Rat. Rolling Rat Superstar—that was his full name. Yes, with a "Love Me Tender." That is the Elvis tune. Yes. Now, but Elvis, there's a middle eight section, spoken word bit in the actual song. Yeah, it's like poetry, sort of. And uh, Elvis famously, tender, El- Elvis famously could never, oh. famously could never remember it. Why? When he's doing the song live, because it was a big hit for him, but he didn't like singing it. I can imagine why. Yeah. It's not a great song. But no, and he always used to there's there's footage of him where you can just hear him go go mental yeah, L- literally, you mean mental. Go, no, he's like he's having a breakdown. He doesn't know what he's saying. He's like, Let me he's sort of, yeah. No, no, he's not even trying to sing. No, that's yeah, for good. Boy. And for this year's award for most accurate and entertaining impression of Elvis Presley having a breakdown, it's going to Paul Gannon. Thank you very much. I, I I've worked hard for this. Let me just no, do it one what, more time Paul, for you. Paul. Here we go. <laughs> 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 We've lost four, <Paul>, everybody <laughs> I've got all my head in It's all the booze you've been drinking It's not, it's the joe, joe de vivre. De Joy de Viva Joy de Viva You get your Joy de Viva from the bottom of a bottle Happy birthday to no, me No, it's not your birthday anymore Choff me spot off oh, to me Listen Choff no, no. me <laughs> Chalkney Mop. mop. Let's (laughs) Chalk this nip this in the bud, Paul. To me. Let's nip this in the bud. And men in I just want to say one thing to you. Yeah. Chortney sparrow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's lovely. Yeah. Right, so um what Roland Rat. Roland Rat. So let's start at the beginning. Oh, Paul, I found something in here. Oh really? What is it? This How did I miss that? This is wow. This is a promotional copy of the Roland Rat. I knew it was, because you said there was a picture disc version. Yeah. And this isn't the picture disc version. And remember, I said to you, um, this is probably like a promotional copy they (laughs) sent to DJs. Sorry. That they send to DJs. Yeah. And now I've found, with the compliments of Magnet Records Limited, lots of love, Alex. So this was sent to the DJs somewhere. Rodent, a DJ. This is what labels called Rodent Records. Yeah, but they're obviously a subsidiary High class of Magnet. music for discerning rodents. But how, does it say Magnet? Yeah, or it somewhere? says uh, 1984 Magnet, distributed Magnet by RCA. A, Magnet put out a lot of British disco stuff. Really? So I've got, yeah, I love that old school logo, Magnet Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice, 70s. That. You can see pictures of all of uh, the cover artwork for these. So let's stop. Take a step back and explain who Roland Rat is to our international uh, listeners on the Cheap Show website. So, back in the eighties, uh, there was a morning magazine format news show on the terrestrial commercial channels, ITV, called TVAM. And apparently, it was well, struggling. no, it was, it was more of a, it was a its own company, wasn't it? It was like a, t- it was like a network. Uh, it's complicated. ITN and all this kind yeah, of but stuff. Yeah, it was it. like a subsidiary in the same way that Granada TV or something. It was an actual, it w- was an actual independent production company. Okay, all right, either which way, which had a slot. Like a five-hour slot. It was like it was a, six till ten or yeah. something. Either way, it was struggling in the ratings. It wasn't catching fire. Because it was on, based on an American model of Well, it has a, a morning kind of TV. Of, yeah. yeah. It was an unusual thing to have on that time of day. Nothing had been done like that beforehand. Another memorable thing about TV AM, you can still see, because it's, it's the listed, eggs. the eggs at the back of Cantertown along the canal. Yeah. Those egg cup things were part of the specially built building that they had for them in Cantertown, which now is MTV. Or whatever the company, Firecom or Viacom something, did. yeah, yeah. And so, they've actually changed it, but they couldn't change the egg cut bits at the back. Oh, so f- these that's architectural, why they're, still there. they're architectural little decorations. The same way you get sort of pineapples on old Victoria, yeah. you know, old. Yeah, it was uh, funny as well because you used to see those at the end of every episode during the titles that whole did. building. Yeah, yeah. So, so the show was struggling, and apparently they brought in a puppet, and that puppet was voiced by. Let me get this right. It was a uh, voice and operated. And created by a guy called David Claridge. Uh, he had previously designed and operated Mooncat, a pup. Do you t- remember Mooncat? I don't. It was a CITV show on from something called Get Up and Go. Claridge also worked for Jim Henson. And then the second series were the young ones. Ah, did he do the puppet work on the young ones? Uh, yeah. Remember those rodents, aren't they? On the, uh, the 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 what was the they're name rats, of, um, Aren't they? Vivian had a pet hamster, didn't he? Yeah. Called something or other. So he specialises in uh, rodent characters. And then he went on to uh, voice dinosaurs for a BBC show called Parallel Nine. Don't uh, know. Directed uh, uh, some Channel Five show and shoot a CGI series called Mozart's Dog for Paramount Comedy. Mozart's now, Dog. The What's idea? he called? Mozart's Dog. Beethoven. Because that's a dog as well. Yeah, it is a dog. It's right. Why Don't call dogs after that. You wouldn't call your, your big dog list. Would you? you? Like, well, if you'd lent to I'm one side. I'm reading a book. Someone's called their dog Hendrix. Good name for a dog, isn't it? Yeah. No, it is. Hendrix! Hendrix! Stop licking the guitar! Hendrix! He's Hendrix! L- oh, God, Hendrix! He's shot on the guitar. No, I was thinking of that other one where the guy's chasing Spoffing. on the guitar. No. no, that guy who chases his dog. And he was like, what was the dog's name? Oh, yeah. Ben Benson! Benson! <laughs> Benson! Now it's Hendrix! So the character of Roland Wright is this kind of self-proclaimed superstar full of um, arrogance and, and... Narcissism. Yeah, or oh, narcissism. He's a vulnerable narcissist. And his he? character on the show was to lighten it up with a kind of self-aware wink to the audience. Essex kind of dreary voice. Yeah, you know, there's a sort The voice of- was... I'm Roland Wright like Blakey from <coughs> On The Buses. Yeah. Who oh, I like you, butler. And then uh, he's got God, two sidekicks, didn't he? Um, Errol... And Kevin, yeah, who were two other types. Errol was a hamster, Hamster. and Kevin was a gerbil or something Something like that. He was a rat, yeah. Um, one of them's from Wales, Errol, and And Kevin was the hamster who liked the pink bucket, which we'll get into later. But he's just Essex as well, he hasn't, isn't from no, it's like he's he talks a bit like this, doesn't he? Errol, Birmingham, a bit more like this. You hear it in the song than me, anyway. We haven't identified what. Errol's accent. It doesn't is. matter. The point is is that all these characters existed and became super successful and helped save TVAM. They helped save the, the station. Helped boost the ratings. And off the back of that, later on down the line, he got his own TV show, books, and merchandise. And that was on. Was that on the. Well, he would jump to the BBC at It was on the BBC, point. I'm sure. I think he jumped to the BBC at some point for his own sitcom kind of yeah. format. But, whatever reason, they thought it appropriate to jump on that bandwagon, rinse as much money out as possible, and he released a bunch of songs one of which was called Rat Rappin', which I don't believe we've covered. Yeah, Rat Rapping compared to this, is much better than this. This is definitely, I mean, ironically, this is Roland Rat's Fat Elvis period, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it is. The end, It's it didn't chart very highly, this one. Uh, it, oh, I'll tell you what, so the first song you released in 83, called Rat Rapping, which is, if you can imagine the puppets rapping, you've got it exactly in yeah. your head as what you think it sounds like. That got to number 14. Love Me Tender, in 84, reached Thirty-two. Yeah. After that, oh, this isn't the last one. The next song after that was number one, Rat Fan, which positioned at number seventy-two. Wow. He and then getting... he did one song called Roland Rat, Living Legend, which was released but never charted. And there was an album. He had two albums. A cassette of the album, a cassette version of the recording entitled The Album. Now, if there was ever any sort of humor or laughs to be had, yeah, uh, on this song, Paul. The context has disappeared with the 80s, and it is just very flat now. Let's hear this. "Love Me Tender," sung by a puppet Essex rat. <laughs> That does not work for me. I'm not a huge fan of the song in the first place, and that's a busy mess. I was looking forward to the middle bit where he does a spoken word bit, which used to freak Elvis out. And but they the don't. They bother. just have. They just have a conversation with the. Yeah. What's it called? You just have a bit of a banter. The, the gerbil, Kevin. Whatever. Yeah. It's all right in here, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. They just have a. But but they do a thing where at the very end he's going, "Oh, you ruined it," or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, I'll get you a bucket." And then side two is the pink bucket song if a song are we such... going to have a bit of that like, you know what play the beginning we're... where he mentions the bucket yeah we'll do the lead in great hearing it, it roll leave those drums alone Reggie Yeah, Kev what kind of bucket were you thinking in terms of then pan rolling to soak my feet in what kind of bucket just you know, what color? Pink. Why? I just wondered that's all cuz I'm not putting my feet in a pink bucket, am I? I'd look alright, sissy. So, listen to this, Roland. All right, Gerald, ready when you are. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> when I'm feeling down, I sometimes And you know what it says in brackets on the cover? The Go pink bucket song side too. Brackets or how to waste an entire side of a record? Max well, this is Kevin what we, the we, we need to they, get into. They, they spaffed it off, didn't so, they? Uh, Spunked it up a wall. So yeah, they just didn't spunk. Sorry, they didn't they? Pissed it out. They shorted it out. They shorted on the charts. The short charts. <laughs> That's our new segment. Short the charts. Oh, can I do a character? I can't think. I'm thinking. Sharp man. Woo! I do declare I am the short man. I do shorten on the morning, shorten in the evening, shorten, shorten all the time. No, just done with it. No. No, you know what? This is getting out of hand. No, we're not doing any characters. We're not. Does he need any? No. He needs a sidekick. Two inches. I'm going now. Bye here. No, Larry, get back in, Larry. Yeah, go away, Larry. Larry. No characters. I can't. I don't have the. Uh, oh. get back in there. You can do some inches by yourself. Just going to carry on drinking. Paul. Yeah. That's all your fault. You know what happens when you try to introduce characters now. Larry comes out. So what? Larry's in your back pocket to come out if I. He's not even my back attempt. pocket. He's in the antechamber. He's not in an antechamber. He's in an uncle section. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you like Roland Rat at the time? No. I, no, I remember enjoying Roland Rat. Uh, can I just say something? There's a horrible little bit in that at the beginning where he goes, Hey, I'm not going to put my feet in a pink bucket. Uh, I look like a sissy. And I was like, yes. you drive around in a pink Ford Angular. Also, sissy is not, these days, we don't use that. I mean, I get it at the time that he's trying to say, Hey, I want to look tough and macho. Yeah. Well, that was part of the thing, because he wasn't tough or macho. He was a coward. It was that kind of character, wasn't it? He's like, the, yeah. Well, no, he was, he was a just an arrogant ego-led dickhead and he had two sycophantic friends Errol and Kevin who propped up his ego despite the fact that he always shat on them he had an official fan club yeah he did um, so pretty terrible but I had some interesting though, this was a pristine copy and very was- pristine because it's only been played once where the DJ went oh there's a letter from a radio stage uh, a re- letter from a, a, a production yeah. house oh I'll give it a go played it once oh we're uh, not putting that on the air no we're not so that goes in a box yeah and that gets box. to number 32 so some people must have been buying it because that's but, not this single covers a few things we've noticed that becomes a trend when it comes to novelty 80s tropes, UK the tropes record. of uh, novel- 80s yeah. novelty records so uh, one is the tossed off B side. That's a meta joke. Yes. Where it's like, oh, we haven't got anything yeah, for the yeah, B side. Yeah. So let's make but that fact, the whole point. But in a lot of cases, it's a meta joke they're trying to make, but they don't actually have anything for the B side in reality. This one I mean? felt more like it. But like we've talked about uh, Morris Minor and the Majors and their B side and how that's intentionally an annoying track. Yes. And then you've got uh, Morecambe and Wise, the B side, that song that they sang. You've got the Harry Enfield one we played a little while ago where it had this whole. Uh, what are we doing for a B-side? Yeah. You know that? A B-side? <laughs> yeah. We what? you got to do a B-side. A B-side? Well, the Harry Enfield, the... Uh, loads of money thing. That's actually where it works very well on um, the loads of money, doesn't it? The young ones it's f- want. funny. As well. So, so young- it's always something they did because of the format. Yeah, you wouldn't do like, that in a novelty record. It's another thing. It's another... Affectation of the novelty record. Which doesn't exist because the format is no longer exists. Yeah. The actual physical format. There's no do you need- see what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like you don't yeah. need to fill up time when you don't need there's to no, time. Yeah. There's no B-side. There's sort of... The equivalent now, or in the CD era, was like a CD... Single had sort of bonus tracks, but they, but used, they were always they remixes, were usually remixes. Shit, rather remixes. than a different thing. Yeah, I remember being really disappointed when I bought "Tongue Tie," the song from Red Dwarf, sung right. by the Cat, and it was just a different mix. The well, first of all, the song that they released was awful compared to the one that featured in the show. Often, a, often a problem with soundtrack it's like things. like mixed, like a week different eight, mix. yeah, there. a week mix, and then all the other covers, the the remixes. With tedious shit, and it's the same song essentially, a remix, isn't it? So yeah, it's just um, like they had all this CD space, so thought, ah, just toss off a bunch of this shit. Uh, so what are the other tropes? So you've got well, it's something meta joke B side. Well, it's something we'll come on to when we do our third song later on. But that one contains it the tossed off B side that because obviously we'll talk about it again. But rap rapping was one of those things that has very similar tropes to what we're going to talk about finally. What we, what we've talked about before with snot rap, yes. Kenny Kelly stuff, which, which we'll get to, but for now, and also the Steve uh, Wright stuff, like oh, Mister a- Angry, oh, God, That's all Angry the, Rap, That's all God. the Steve Wright, everything Steve Wright did was like pure a, '80s novelty record cashing, and it was terrible because basically it's like he—you he can see he's got a bit of Bill Oddie to him, where he's known as a broadcaster, but I think deep down he wished he could he, be taken seriously as a musician. Yeah. Well, there's that whole that whole twelve inch that we reviewed. Yeah, that horrible Sorry, twelve twelve. That we reviewed. Um, how many centimeters is 12 inches? Don't say that. How, how many centimeters is 12? <coughs> no, go away. Inch, 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 inch. Sorry. Did anyone want to hear? If you're coming out, I am coming out. No, no inch, more characters. Inch, There's inch, no more. No, inch, 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 yeah, inch. Here we go. Do you want some inches, cowboy Whoa. man? Howdy, boy. Oh, cowboy man. Do you want some inches? Whoa. No, howdy. That's that, though. That's done. It's right. done. God. I had some other points to make. Go on. I did not like this. No, I thought it was a terrible cover of a song I didn't particularly like in the first place. I did feel the actual production standard on the backing track was the highest of all three that we've... uh, In fact, the little song that Kevin sings is is better. better And I wanted to hear more of that. Oh, I was going to say something else. It's a bit of a tangent, Paul, but the whole B-side thing, there's a very famous and very rare psych rock, British psych rock single, Tin Turn Abbey is the band and the B side is called B side B E E S I D E. It's okay. an amazing track. It's like What what's its raison d'etre? They were just some hippies who did a load of acid and weren't did put one single out. And the B side is what some kind of tossed-off psychedelia thing. It's not. It's it's a classic. That's why the, the the original single goes for like two grand or something. Oh shit! Just because of the B side, or just because no, it's because rare? Of both in general? tracks. The, the, I can't remember what the A side is called. We'll but check it out okay. at some point. Well, right, p- maybe play a bit of, the, of that. I <laughs> probably won't. I probably didn't. i have got enough to do. Oh, I'm not going to fucking find another Come obscure on, song. No. Called a hippie prog. No, bank. you will find it easily. I'm not Put doing Tim it. Turn Abbey the fact that this bit's in the podcast right now that you're listening to and they're listening to shows I haven't found track. Why are you so mean? You're being so mean. Do you edit the podcast? Do you know how much it takes? I'll help you. I'll come no. I'll do that. I'll snip it in. You don't know how I'll, things can work. Can we feel? Can we feel? Can we feel? Yeah. A dog's mouth with cock. <laughs> <laughs> no. Almost. We no. Can. Almost. It's can a small we feel? Dog. We'll take the podcast. Like a chihuahua. Get a lot of suet. Truckload of suet. Nine, Twenty minutes in, and we've still got two more tracks to go. And I'm editing T- this right now, going, "I wish we'd spotted quicker." It's just... T- Stop talking to yourself, the editor. Okay. Hello, Paul. We're how not, you doing? You're not. How's do- the edit going? You're tired and stressed. It's about Thursday night, isn't it? Probably about midnight right now as you get to this because you've left. It Hello, last. Paul. Can I talk to him? Yeah, go on. Talk to Fucking Paul. Fucking chill few- out, mate. Just do it. <laughs> get on with the edit. He's doing it as fast as he can. Well, but could he you leave us alone, please? He, no, cause it takes here. ages because he has to take every one of your. Well, could you stop talking to us here? Because I'm trying to get Paul to do the fucking he talks show. talks about. All, he do, he does. This... I was going to say something about suet and fucking something full of suet. I right? likes... slaps his lips too much, so I have to cut them out all the time. I'll, you know what smacks its lips? What? A hungry suet hole, which I've lined with hair around the slit. Eh, and... eh fail line, fail humor. Next song. <laughs> Out of flunk, by a plodger a platter? in the suet hole. Is it a platter or a splatter, that? For me, it's a splatter, Paul. It's a splatter for not me. I good. think the B-side's better, and unfortunately, that's what you've paid for. It's not very good. You can see why he was tumbling down the charts. Well, it's also, it's just part of that whole shit world. I don't think even, like, snot rap charted that highly. They were a gimmick. You know, fans bought them, but no one really thought it was a proper, everlasting classic. No, but he did have a big presence. Three singles, two LPs, yeah. And you know he's banged around for most of the eighties. Yeah. Next is a very interesting piece of vinyl that I found again at this RSPCA. This is my top pick, and there's I have not to say, Paul. there's not much online about it outside. There is a of video. We'll, we'll get to the that in a bit. Video. I'll okay. Get Come to that on. in a bit. This is a single, and it's a song sung by a young boy called Mark Burdis, star of BBC TV's Grange Hill. Grange Hill, and he looks like. James A. Caster. He looks very much like James A. Caster. Very much like him. A young James A. A. Caster. So the song's called A New World, and we're going to hear it in a minute, but what's interesting about this is that it's apparently a song released to coincide with the release of a short film called Enter the Adventure. And Enter the Adventure is a... Short film that promotes the YHA, which is the Youth Hostel, hostel Association, Association of Great Britain. Yes. So kids can explore the country, go hostel, or Europe and go yeah. hosteling and see people and meet things by a company called Sorel International Film. Who, when I looked it up, the only other films they made are called like Dentistry, yeah, and Know Your Office Tactics. So they're sort of a documentary, this um, corporate film, sort of... an 80s, yeah, they made business corporate films about looking after your... sort of Docklands. And obviously films for sort of charities. Do you think the YHA would be a charity of some sort? It is a charity, but they didn't release that many songs. This is a label called YHA. They released... They had their own records. Yeah. YHA records. Why? To release this one song. That's it, yeah. So I tell you what, right now, let's just listen to it. This is the star of the film singing a song that ties in, and this is what it sounds like. Remarkable, right? Well, it's trying to be sort of it's sort of new wavy. It's a it's an odd song. It, it's very of the eighties because it's got it? that. Um, you know those films like you know we did Donny the Dinosaur, whatever it is that that children's film, British film, whatever it is. Council, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like an offshoot of that. It certainly does feel like the same cultural sort of milieu. The short film used to be on YouTube, but now it's been taken down. What exists instead it is the music video, which surprised me. And he, and like, do you know who's in it? Well, first of all Zamo and Mark, Mark Burdis. So the music video has Zamo playing the drums. Which I believe his name is Lee MacDonald, right? Who was who had the most notorious and uh famous storyline from the whole of Grand Just say, say no. Just say no. Which they released a song about, which was I I've believe quite successful. I've got that. Yeah. Just say no. Melissa Melissa Wilson is her name. Okay. And she also was um, popular in Grain Chill at the time, and she's in the video. It's interesting. I don't know. Anyway, it's a short film about these three kids who go on a wonderful youth hostel adventure. They have a great time. They have a kayak and the pop video, which I'll put a link to on our webpage for this episode, thecheapshot.co.uk. It's just like the cast in a fake bedroom. An 80s bedroom. It's very 80s. There's a free Nelson Mandela by the, it's the selector. Uh, yeah, a Jimi Hendrix poster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got Zamo on, quote unquote, the Dr- drums, yeah. but it it's looks more like drum. monkey playtime in yeah. the zoo with <laughs> it's a box of Zamo sort of it's sitting on the floor. And the female least she's, she's dancing, she's That's dancing, right. she's clapping. Yeah. She's, everyone's in the video, and James Acaster, he's a singer. He looks very out. much more even like James Acaster. And then yeah. towards the end of the video, which I think was probably an outtake, but they cut in is him either doing impression of Groucho Marx or. Jimmy Savile. There is it, such a fine it's, line. He's doing a cigar thing with the mic, isn't because, he? Let, just watch it, my face. Here's me doing Groucho Marx. Now here's me doing Jimmy Savile. There is a difference. There's a subtle listener, difference. that I did notice a listener. Now, there was more eye movement with, with the Marx. With Marx. It's more... Oh, 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 but with Jimmy Savile, it's more... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he keeps the eye contact. Yeah, yeah, That's he the difference. Does, yeah. <laughs> so we so, don't know which impression he's doing. Now, you can see, obviously, the artwork... Um, for these records on our website, there'll yeah. be full photos. The color used, Paul, I just want to mention that, and the font for the nice new pastely. world. It's this pastel-y turquoise that just reminds me of leisure centers, and, yes, and depression. Do you the know British what I mean? Empire, yeah. it's that kind of it thing. It is, isn't yeah. it? That palette is da- and like because it's just everything about it. It's a short film made to promote YHA and everything they do. They created a fucking record line to make this single crazy, and yet I would argue. For a one minute fifty song, I don't know what they were expecting because I don't believe it charted. They could have been released on BBC Records, surely? They well, could no, because he's, he's only from BBC's Grange Hill. He was probably one of the main stars of the time on Grange Hill, yeah. along with Zamo and and, he, and the YHA th- got him to yeah, do it. Or? And it was like, come on, we're going to pay you to ride a horse, and, and he gets to do a pop single. So, for you thought this is good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's not good. It's not good, no. but it's probably our favourite discovery this week. Because now, just, what's really interesting to me, that's Paul, so unique. is the B-side on this. Yes. Because the B-side is seems to be, if not the full soundtrack, uh, like it covers like the whole overture. of the su- Yes. Yeah. It's an overture that returns to the chant of YHA for me or whatever yeah. it is, which is in the chorus of the A-side, the New World. So it comes back round to the main theme, which is the song. Yeah. And it's got weird bits with like It's like a low rent, Moogie kind of synthy. It's but it goes a lot of different places. I like think it's, there's it's a few different been tossed moods. off. There's a few different moods, aren't there? It goes from relaxing to tranquil to upbeat and bouncing. Should we play them a bit of that? Oh, we're gonna do that right now. like it. YHA4, 260 places to stay in England and Wales, from cottages to castles, mills to mansions, in countryside, city or coast. (gasps) 500 hostels in over 50 countries worldwide, money-spinning holidays and weekend breaks. Organise your own using youth hostels as a base or take part in one of our YHA planned holidays. We have activities and interests from art to zoology for full information, blah, 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 this phone number, blah, blah, blah. And the music and lyrics by Zach, Laurie and Ken Howard from the soul. International film, enter the adventure, written and directed by Ken Howard. I read, initially read that as Ken Russell. Yeah, I thought I got Ken, very confused. I thought that's quite familiar, Ken Howard. No, 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 there's not much. I don't believe there's not okay. much anyway. Interesting little, completely forgotten thing. Again, a lot of effort to go into for a short film and a song, and it's well, like, they were just they they, they just used to put singles out, didn't they? Oh, Ken Howard, composer. See, there's. I think you said he spaffed it off, but I think there's some real ambition. Really? The B side. That's what yeah. he looks like. He looks like everyone's dad. <laughs> <laughs> he does, doesn't he? doesn't look like my dad. Well, he no, but like, he he's got like... like a Ken hair. Like his hair is made of one piece of plastic. He has a very Ken hairline. Yeah. Life and career. Born in Sussex, blah, blah, blah. Worked on BBC TV drama in White City. Oh, maybe he knew he had a connection with the, the TV drama. He people. ran and edited four issues of the magazine Axel Quarterly. Is that about bike axles? I have no fucking idea. Yeah, he wrote. The Legend of Xanadu with Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Titch. Wow. Yeah. He also worked with Petula Clark, Phil Collins, Sasha Distel, one of those guys, Harris, isn't Harris, Frankie Howard. He worked on the theme song for the film of Up Pompeii. He's worked with Engelbert Humperdinck. All uh, The Kit. Lulu. Yeah. Wow. He's obviously one of those guys. Ken Howard and... Alan Blakely were the first British composers to write for Elvis Presley, including the hit I've Lost You, wow. which he later performed in the film That's the Way It We've Is. We've come full circle, back Weirdly. to the, the Roland Rat. Yeah. So yeah, he wrote Bits and Bobs. Paul, also going back to the photo for this, Mark Burdis, a new world. Yeah. His teeth look wrong. Like they've got the light, you know what I mean? They could have done something well, like Well, that. that's just British teeth, is And it, also you can see say. his acne. Yeah. You just wouldn't do that these days, would you? Yeah, but that was probably always earthy and young and you can't take well, it out. You know, no. it's always all innocent and pure. I'd prefer they just airbrushed it, Paul. It's interesting. I don't know where I thought this one. I like the B-side, I have to say. I would say it's a platter, but not because of the music so much of the content. The song's dreadful, the but context. the B-side is... I think it's interesting. Yeah, no, it's an interesting... Because it's film music from a... It's film music from a, just a little weird documentary promotional film. But it has a score. Is Do you, you know what I mean? Teleny music. T-E-L-E-N-Y yeah. music. It has telony. a score. Yeah. And it has, you know, weird little score. It's like a micro movie budget release. It's yeah. like, here's the soundtrack. Here's the film. but yeah, they are yeah, both yeah. 10 seconds you long know I'm each? Going? You yeah. know what I'm going for? Okay. Shall we move on? Let's move on to what is easily the worst of our selections today, but probably the most atypical of what we get on the show. Atypical? You atypical. Mean, no, typical. You mean. Atypical. Right, time to look up atypical. Atypical means... Atypical. I'm sick of you and your language. Oh, it's a TV show, apparently. Fuck's sake. Uh, what do you think atypical means? It means... Uh, I, th- I think, I think it means no. it's not representative of a type, group it's the or least, class. The li- it's unrepresentative. Yeah, that's what I meant. This is not the, le- the most atypical. This is the most typical, isn't it? Is that what you meant? This is the one that, that covers m- the most tropes of this kind of record. So it's the most typical of that sort of record, yeah? How dare no, you. Oh, come on. I, I'm not mocking you. I'm you, just saying. How dare you. I'm saying you just, you used the, you did that I say, thing. I, when you listen back, I say in the podcast, this is a typical example yeah, okay, of what we do. I'm not going to. It's fine. Uh, yeah? Yes. You You're the edit. Hello, yeah. Editor Paul. Uh, He's drunk, you know. I'm going out. I'm going out in style. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. Why does he have to be one? Now, the third platter today, yes. Paul, is Rene and Yvette, right? Featuring Gordon Kay and Vicky Michelle with their version of Serge Gainsbourg and well, not Frankie Howard. That was just a different cover. Serge, the original is Serge Gainsbourg and uh, Danielle Burke, Jane Birkin. Yeah. Je t'aime. Je t'aime. Before we go any and further. And they're from Allo, Allo. Well, let's start with that. So, in the UK, there was a sitcom, and I believe it was hugely popular around the world as well. Yes, it's because it's one of those ones. Yeah, it's one of those ones yeah. called Allo, Allo. And it was a sitcom written by David Croft and Jeremy Lloyd. And they'd had hits with others. They had hits with, fuck my brain, come on, uh, if you playing- Dad's Army. And um It ain't off Hot Mum. There you go. Yeah, they wrote Think they wrote all the big hits of the seventies and eighties, so they did. They wrote Dad's Army, Are You Being Served, ain't Off Hot Mum, Heidi High, A Lower Low. Okay. And a lower low was a sitcom I genuinely hated at the time I and hated hate more it. now. Yeah. It's set in a French cafe during the Second World War and it puts them on the Nazi Occupied France. Is it yeah Nazi occupied France? Yes. And it deals with this stupid little cafe and how they're involved with the resistance against. They're involved with the resistance, but they have a lo- load of uh, German, German officers who come in who are who wacky, who are pa- wacky. patrons of the bar. Yeah, and it's all that's the comedic setup. And there's all kinds of sex farce stuff and yes. uh, espionage It's broad farce. Farce. broadly farcical, isn't it? I Very fucking broad. Hated it. Very much like sort of Mrs. Brown's Boys in terms of no, its sort of broadness. Well, no. Because I would say Mrs. Brown always lacks the subtlety of a lower low, which is saying a yeah, lot. saying something. Because a lot of the biggest gags were about that guy who mispronounced English words, wasn't it? It was a British What's character it? who was meant to be French, doing French badly. Yeah. And his whole thing was good moaning. Yeah, yeah. Kits uh, uh, all my lilies, he said uh, it was something. Will lick your wanker. It would be more funny, spot- Paul, if they had an Italian who was obsessed with bosoms and he was like. Oh, hello. He's got generous Naples. <laughs> <laughs> what? That wouldn't I'm work at all. A. I'm Luigi. I'm from uh, Naples. Oh, what a racist, stereotypical uh, uh, character I'm you're from creating. My, I'm a from a Naples. That was uh, much worse. G- generous. She has such generous Naples. Did she has say- just generous <laughs> Naples. Did you say generous Naples? They were, oh, very generous. I like it the boobies. <laughs> okay. I hated... What's the matter, you... Hey. No, we're not doing this now. I'm saving that. I spuffin your face. <laughs> 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 oh, what's bad no, hey, are you? you? Hey, Oi. why you look so bad? Hey, hey you had a lovely time. Hey, I've spent a 20 quid. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got to let me open, spuff in your face. Open up at your vatch. <laughs> no, 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 no. Bad Eli. Open up at your vatch. No. <laughs> bad Eli. oh come on spuffing in the face is better is it yes than asking someone politely to open their van <laughs> <laughs> <This> fucking podcast <laughs> Paul <gasps> yeah. so anyway hello hello big success um, yeah. I wanted to say on that speaking on that yeah I also hated hello hello it's one of those it epitomises for me being at boarding school, it being Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. And having enjoyed some television and then it comes on and it's like, Oh God, oh now God, I have it's to it's depressing. It's boring beyond words. Because you, know, what I you mean? know the problem is, is, like when you look at Dad's army, it's an affectionate look at British the British mentality during the Second World War from a little England kind of point of view, yes. right? There's lots of interesting dynamics going on, like yeah. little people giving lots of responsibility it's in the how whole they class, deal with that. It's class yeah. uh, comedy there. The problem stuff. I have with a lower low is that it's largely a spiteful, stereotypical generalisation of what we as the Brit saw uh, Europe was behaving like during the Second World War it's much more xenophobic at at base isn't it if the French aren't incompetent they're sexed up and distracted if the Germans aren't fey and quite camp they're uh, mean yes Psychopaths. Yes, yeah, psychopath. you know what I mean, and 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 then anyone else who comes in or like the there's Italian stereotypes. There are Italians, yeah, there. yeah, and it's right. all a little bit kind of. But I bet he doesn't, doesn't do like Naples like that because sitcoms like that. She had China as Naples. What that could, would have been a line if what, that had been in there. It would have been a success. It would have been. It was also a success anyway because they had the fall of Madonna with the big boobies or you stupid woman Edith because they in. Gordon Kay played the uh, Rene the shop. Cafe owner, and for some reason, even though he was a dumpy middle-aged man, the hot lady rest who worked there, the, the he was passionate. The maids, he was a passionate. Yeah. Throwing themselves at him. Yeah. Meanwhile, his stuck-up old wife. He had up one in the- long-term affair, illicit affair, with this Yvette. character, Yvette, played by Vicky Michelle, who in real like. life they weren't married no. in real life. or anything? No, no, okay, don't no believe so. But do Christ. you remember he had a t- horrific car accident? Yeah, like for- it during was his at career. Luck. After and that, he had like a plate put into his yeah. head, like he, it was, he was like a storm, I think, and a tree, landed yeah, on his tree car, landing cl- on his car. Yeah, and so he came. After- People thought he was going to die, and so fair play, he sorted his shit out and he got back on a low, a low. He started doing it again, but it was so distracting from that point on to see Rene, but with like this fault line down the yeah. middle of his head and one eye slightly yeah. off to the side. It's like, oh, I can't. I, I, well done, mate, but. Oh, it's all. It's, oh. <laughs> anyway, have we played this song yet? Should we just do it no, now? Play this now, their version of uh, Hello, uh, Je T'aime. So Rene and Yvette doing Je T'aime. Here we go. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's oh, exactly that's what hard you think. to get through, Paul. That is hard to get. through. Better or worse than the Frankie Howard take? Much worse. Yeah, the Frankie Howard take. It's basically saying the same thing, isn't it? Because he does, he he doesn't. Like, oh, he's exhausted. No. He doesn't want to do it. Oh, dear. They try and get that in here, don't they? Trying to make like, every joke about. Her being over amorous, but then they put in all of this very poor sort of soundtrack, falling down the stairs, boi oing oing oing, sort of um, all sorts joke of shop stuff, yeah. sound effects, whatever yeah, yeah, you want yeah, to yeah. call it, cartoon sound effects to add something. But add it doesn't some work. Narrative. It doesn't work. But the thing is, is that fundamentally for me it doesn't work what it should be is like renee and his wife and she's coming on to him in bed and he's like oh, oh i don't no, want to do I it i don't yeah. want to do it And maybe they could run off and have him go to yvette for a bit in the song because his wife wasn't the star character it's yvette was the star no the well it was like it was more his show yeah and everyone else danced around him but like she was the main love interest and the wife was the old ugly harpy yeah anyway i think that's an awful take on it because it's uh, it's terrible. Um, oh, we should mention the actual interesting thing about this song. Yeah, that's go what for I'm it. Saying. So uh, I noticed uh, that uh, there is a musician called Pete Wingfield playing the keyboard on this track. Right, Pete Wingfield had a minor hit in 1975 with his song Eighteen with a Bullet. Eighteen with a bullet, which I it's it's a do what pastiche, isn't it? Early rock and roll because it's what mid seventies it was released. 75. So, yeah, it would have been just around the same time as Shannon R and All Chawaddy of that Waddy. sort of 50s doo wop f- f- faux do-wop revival stuff. Yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but he uses metaphors from the music industry and the record industry yeah. to, to to tell a love story. Which so, is really nice. Which is brilliant. The amount of different things he says, you know, we're going to move up the charts and then we're going to raise a, instead of raise a family, he says we're going to raise an LP. Do you right. see what I mean? It's all those kind of metaphors. I just think it's a really nice song, and I'm sure it was used by Tarantino. I don't know. Uh, I'm just looking at his career now, because sadly it's like... One minute you're releasing songs, and the next minute you're backing up Renee from fucking a lower low for your ten. Yeah, it, it was ten. a gig, isn't it? I mean, he was. Yeah. A ste- and then they had the cheek to say that she's playing the keyboard at the end. Have you noticed that as yeah. well? Where she goes, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're very good. Yeah, uh, yeah but that's meant to be a gag, isn't yeah, it? She's been fine. playing uh, that, the, yeah, right. the, the piano the whole way. So, sixty-nine uh, Wingfield sang keyboards, uh, sang keyboards. No, He's played <laughs> keyboard, keyboards and sang on Jellybread's first slice album. No, oh, that is. I think they were like a prog rock. All right. Okay. Group, maybe. Blah blah blah. Seventy-one, he played the piano on the B.B. King in a London album. Oh, that is... That's a classic that's album. That is a brilliant album. Uh, Wingfield played keyboards on Bryn Haworth 74 album, Let the Days Go By, and Sunny Side of the Street. Anyway, uh, Wigfield 18 with a Bullet uh wingfields first hit the singles chart on both sides of the atlantic in 75 both with sides. 18 with a bullet a pastiche do what number involving word plays as we discussed blah 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 it entered the billboard chart 100 on the 23rd of august 1975 uh it was 22 weeks there only got up to 18 that's interesting isn't it 18 it charted at 18 with, with a bullet, bullet. Uh, The song peaked at number 15 a week later. It also reached number 7 in the UK charts. And it was used in the soundtrack of the 1998 film, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Ah, that's my confusion, not Tarantino. And And then he went on to work with Dexy's Midnight Runners and Paul McCartney. Uh, playing piano on some of the songs uh, there and the awesome Alan Parsons rhythm section. In 77. Parsons. His... It Parsons. Alan Parsons. In 77, <laughs> he wrote uh, Making a Good Thing Better, which appeared on Olivia Newton John's album of the same name. In 78, he wrote. An amusing cult dance hit for Patti LaBelle entitled "Eyes in the Back of My Head," oh, featured on her Tasty album. When's that? Eight in the eighties. That uh, is seventy-eight. That might be. You say novelty? Uh, amusing cult dance hit for Patti LaBelle. I've got to, I've got to check that out. Uh, he he produced Searching for Young Soul Rebels, the first Dexy's album. He teamed up with film producer Mel Brooks and co-wrote the songs "It's Good to Be the King" and "To Be or Not to Be." For, Whoa, um, we've covered that on. Yeah. Platters before. Where he did. The, the rap. The rap, rap. The Hitler yeah, rap. The or him or him. rap. Uh, in 1985, like- he produced Kane Gang's debut album, Bad. And low down world of Kane Gang and then went on to help the produ- uh, the proclaimers hit the top twenty with I'm Gonna Be on their album Sean. Shun- G- the he yeah. was he's been everywhere, Wingfield. He's also played on sessions for the House Martin's Beautiful South, Van Morrison interview, Jimmy Witherspoon, Freddie King, Paul McCartney on his album Run Devil Run. So he's been yeah, Jimmy around. Witherspoon, I played that on my uh, Soho radio show the other day. And yet nowhere in his Wikipedia thing does it mention that. And I don't blame him. This is a low point for Wingfield. That Definitely. was when he was like, "I'm not doing anything Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I'll come in and I'll fucking do, do that." Do the bloody G so quickly. Let's put this. in the B side to this because oh. the B side ties back to what we were beginning to talk about at the first song tonight. Yes, it's called. How you like you. tell Renee DMC. Ugh. Do you see? It's a wordplay. Do you see? It's a very bad wordplay. Well, I'm here in my cafe all by myself. Getting a drink down from the shelf. It is closing time. The place is shut, and I've been working off my butt. I been airmen from the UNS, not to mention dynamite and guns. My life is in jeopardy each day. When will these Germans go away? Hey. Hello, Annette. Hello, Yvette. Are hey. you not know going to just yet well if i do i will not sleep there's a noisy band out in the street playing some new marching tune it's about to make me go bananas soon what bands you wear out in the street playing the let latest beat let's move the chairs and the dining table so we can dance that's impossible shut up out there it's time you were stopping when well, a please let's do hip hopping hips what are you saying now follow me what are they playing the waltzings, all i've ever done well try this dance you'll have some fun but to do a waltz is one two three this dance is much too at speed. Follow me. so this goes to something that we've noticed Ooh. a trend of it is british novelty songs that are rap in genre but spend the rap whole as a novelty yeah. as the the novelty bit is the is, is that t- it's rap is it is it's rap? is that someone who shouldn't be doing rap is, is doing rapping? rap and also the idea that the content of said rap has to be very derogatory to the Towards perform. rap. Well, I hadn't noticed this before. But, but yes. you listen to snot rap. You listen to this, the rap where it's like, I do not like this stupid word. Yes. Why, is it time I ever heard? Or, yeah. it's just like, because if, I think they saw rap as almost being not music or sort of then everyone thought it was a thing that would sort of pass. What we you would you know say what I mean? now is other. Yes. You know, to, to the mainstream, yes. rap was the It was other the to the other. mainstream. It was and pure it was, novelty. That's how it's treated by... The mainstream, In the very, yeah. it's like even like you know Morris Minor and the Majors use that rap form, but they also can Start to reverse it, well, yeah, yeah, and take the piss. It's like every single fucking novelty song that comes out that's a British cute comedy artist, yeah, doing a rap has to say the idea of rap is shit and why are we do this. Would you this? say American? novelty comedy rap records don't suffer from that, that. I don't believe like the Rodney Dangerfield one we did goes hey what are no, you doing? I'm no, rapping. No, he just goes for it. Hey, I'm I rapping. Mean, it works here. with him totally because yeah. it's like because the, the one liner his- the structure of a one liner yeah. works with rap, doesn't Not, it? Totally. Doesn't make it a particularly better thing to listen to cuz it's still quite tortuous. but I'd rather have that. than renee fucking dmc no, it's so bad and they try every joke every audio joke you know like that you've been playing the piano and sure or... if we go back over the past 200 episodes or so and look at all the songs that have featured british artists doing rap on a b side that's maybe the a side potentially as well they're all almost exactly the same in content and structure terrible also you what you didn't get which any of these records which i thought was going to rear its ugly head is the oh yeah sample oh yeah that could no. have been on that couldn't it's it? too early this is 86 uh, and so when, when did the rap- oh yeah was 87 86 right? was this one and rap rapping was i think 83 84 and the and snot rap would have been early 80s as well and i don't think the a new world the youth Hostel association it. you was wouldn't gonna, get oh yeah on oh there. yeah that is a truly horrendous and trope fit let's let's go over the tropes again yeah comedy rap yeah um spoof pastiche of old standard Spoof Pastiche of Old Standard, Falling Down the Stairs joke. Well, that's not really a trope in music. How many songs have I had people falling down the stairs? You have to at least say it doesn't tick the trope box of just throwing away the B-side and being a meta joke about B-sides. Because no. it is a totally different song. Got to hand that to them. No, but It's another song. It's, it's st- I still think they saw it as a toss-off. <sighs> I don't know what they saw it as because it I call, sucks. That is a splatter, but it's a splatter with merit because it belongs here. It belongs here, but I did not enjoy it. it no. Both sides are arduous. Whereas well, I actually enjoyed the journey that uh, Enter the Adventure the, yeah. brought me on. It brought me on. Is off. that your favourite of all three? My pick of this week's platters, yeah, Paul, is definitely a new world from the Sorrel International film Enter the Adventure. Mark Bird, is star of BBC's TV's great film. I Show. also agree with you. Uh, which one of these two would you like stuck up your arsehole? Oh, it's hard because I hate them both. But, but if I you had to have one in your arsehole, which one would it be? Why would it have to be in my arsehole? That's how that well in the segment. I'm going to put one of these up your arsehole. Are you really? Or I'm going to swipe it like a card <laughs> in your ass crack. Why? Beep. <laughs> Beep. Which one? Rolling Stones. No, but which one? Rolling I don't rats. know what. Do I hate the one I'm putting in my ass, or do I like it better? Oh God! It. Fucking mint. It's not I've mint anymore, it. is it? It's not mint on card now. Oh, fuck me. Right. Which one's up your ass? I'm say which one I hate the most. Yeah. Which one you hate the most goes up your arse The Renee and Yvette. Right. Well, I'm going to end this segment by putting this record up Eli's ass. Chaffney's uh, <laughs> pod off, Jothny's bought Jothny's bought no. off to still me. Fuck off. Chaffney's pod off to me. Spot I'd like to apologise everybody this week. Paul had a birthday yesterday Choffney and he's trying to ride, r- ride on the birthday tales to s- get away with being very incompetent Choffney and not even up to our usual bottom-of-the-barrel standard this week. He said Chofney Spod-Off hundreds of times. To me. And <laughs> happy birthday again. Chofney Spod-Off. This has been a successful episode of no, Cheap it Show. It's Quest t- Stop. stop. Let's I'll do this. it. You suck my dick. And that's it. That's Cheap Show this week. Thank you very much are for joining okay us. Now, um, are you okay now? No, I'm no, not. You're fine. not okay. I'll, Thank you. I'll do this. I'm week. four sheets to the wind. I'll do this bit. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in again to Cheap See, Show I'll this be, week. I'm drunk, but I could easily do the admin. He's sober, and he's going to fuck this no, up. No, I'm just going to turn to you. We're going to do this together, Paul, because oh. we're a team. All right. Okay? So I'll do it. I'll do everything, and you give the details. Did That's all you, you have to do. you know that you're my hero? You just do the details. Right. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. This has been Cheap Show. We're here every week, and a special thank you goes out to our patrons. If you'd like to support what we do here at Cheap Show – you can too can give a little or a lot or however much you like by going to <laughs> thecheapshow.co.uk. That's not right. Oh, fuck's sake. Do it uh, again. Give me the lead. And again, you fucked it up. With if you'd like to support Cheap Show by becoming a patron and you get all sorts of extra footage. For example, we did a video of uh, the crisp tasting today. Very amusing. Mm. Uh, if you do want to become a patron and look at those uh, extras or whatever, go to thepatreon.smad. Shut- <laughs> I do it, I do it. Patreon dot com forward slash cheap show. We are on all sorts of social media, especially Twitter. The pod itself can be found at. At the Cheap Show pod. I'm at Paul Gannon Show and Eli is. Eli Snoyd, which you spell E L I S N O I D. Now, we have episode 200 coming up real soon. We are looking for uh, Tales from the Shop Floors. If you've got anything that you think is spicy and you've been sitting on it, send it to us, thecheapshow at gmail.com or anything you something like. Something you think is spicy and you've been sitting yeah. on it. Did so- you say actually <laughs> <Did you> something might have been sitting on something hot and spicy for a for while. For how long? Like incubating. Just, just it? kind of grinding on Like it eggs. For a bit. <laughs> are there eggs in it? Yeah. Is it like a gravy? It. With eggs in, imagine and little dinosaurs okay. come out. Gravy dinosaurs. Okay, imagine like a long tube full of like salmon eggs, right? Yeah, and the tube is made of like a kind of weak, so it- like uh, like a weak sausage uh, skin, a tra- of eggs. and that is inserted up the bottom. What? Whose? Yours. Ooh. Could be yours. Could be mine. Could be, could be, yours. be yours. Could we get a? T- uh, a baster, two pronged baster, and we we'll would just ease our way onto each end until our <laughs> bottoms meet in the Double middle. Double end baster. Right, that's not happening. Oh, it's not happening now. I'm I've getting into that. It. I don't want it. You're allergic to fish. How's it going to be it's on all the no on fish, the isn't it? You said salmon eggs. Were they arseholes? Is that your arsehole going to get inflamed? I don't know if my arsehole's allergic to fish. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's good. That's it. We've peaked with that sentence. So, yeah, email us about anything you want. Uh, Thecheapshow at gmail.com. The 200th (laughs) episode will be live on Twitch. Yes. On the 9th of October in the evening, UK time, 8 p.m., we have no idea what it's going to be like yet, but we're we going to do a little plan today. We're going to work gonna on it. Plan. No, we're not. We're going to go to the park and you're going to suck me off. Suck my Chodney Borok off. I am Chodney Baruch, I've got. <laughs> I am Chodney Borok and I am looking very pale. I am Chodney Borok. I've spoffed my Chod right off. I come round here, come down there, go around here. I just thought if I let him wait, if I just thought... I thought he's if I wait, got a rare-knit Charlie! I he calls I... him Mr. Pat! He's got a rare-knit Charlie! Well, what do you think of that? Do you want to carry on? He's got eyes all up his head! He's got a silly nose! At some we... point, he will realise he's doing My Dad's Got Cancer <laughs> from Derek and Clive, and then we can end. <laughs> <laughs> Until then. I've realised that. Yeah, you've just realised. That's it for now, ladies and gentlemen. Bye, bye. Everyone. Bye, bye. bye. bye.